Welcome to Carry the Light. I'm your host, Carrie Alexander. During your time here, we'll explore all things positive to brighten up your day and light up the world around you. We'll talk to regular folks about doing extraordinary things, hear fantastic stories, get a little creative in the world of happiness, and learn how you can change the world. Now sit back and relax. Let's carry the light. To uncover your true potential, you must first find your own limits, and then you have to find the courage to blow past them. Peekaboo Street. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are blowing past any expectations people have for the team on and off the field. The Bucs are playing in the Super Bowl this weekend and making history doing it. They are the first team to ever get to play at home. Wow. Just wow. But the organization isn't just winning on the field. They are making history when it comes to women in sports. Dedicating $250,000 to making dreams come true, they are the first to offer football scholarships for girls. They employ women in several leadership roles in the office and football side of the game and smashed a glass ceiling during playoffs this year. Today is National Women and Girls in Sports Day. So I am thrilled to speak to Sarah Evans from the Community Impact Division from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. She'll join us next with details on the Super Bowl and what the team is doing to advance women in the game. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Carrie. Thanks so much for having me. I am so excited (laughs) this week. It is such an exciting time in Tampa. It's hard to contain myself. I mean, we are going to the Super Bowl and we get to do it in our hometown. I mean, that is history. I mean, that's so fantastic. So tell me, you guys have got to just be overwhelmed. One, I know you're super busy this week, but two, I mean, are you guys just like, I don't know, about ready to come out of your shoes with just (laughs) excitement? I know. I wish you had me on video during this because I'm literally like cheesing so hard right now. My (laughs) smile is from ear to ear, but no, you are just right. We are freaking out over here, but also at the same time, like we've prepared for this. Like we knew this, like we were hoping this was going to happen. You know what I mean? So we prepared all season. Um, and for really years prior to this, to get the team in a position, you know, to play in a Super Bowl and not only play, but host it in our city. So we're beyond excited. It's really, truly a dream. There are so many things that I'm excited about the Buccaneers for right now. I mean, of course, they're playing on the field, but we are going to talk about some monumental things you guys are doing off the field as well, which also touched my heart and stoke excitement in me there too. But before we dive into that, since you know it's Super Bowl week, uh, tell me, what kinds of things do you guys have going on right now? Yeah, so it is a busy week for us. It's been a busy few weeks and whole season really. But so for Super Bowl, a couple of the highlights. Yesterday, Nike actually launched a Stronger Than One video campaign supporting gender equality. And that features, you know, our co-owner Darcy Glazer-Kasowitz and both of our coaches, Lori Locust and Meral Jabotifar. So we are stoked about that. It was an amazing video. Uh, so that was a huge thing. So go definitely go check that out. Today, uh, we're actually launching our Girls in Football Scholarship, which is our second annual scholarship. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But also later today, we'll be at the High School Play Football Day at the NFL Experience. So we're excited to be out there to see our girls flag football teams competing. And then also we'll have our Glazer Vision Foundation represented at the NFL Experience. 
There's some photo ops and activations going on out there. So definitely we'll check that out. And then we just got a bunch of volunteer efforts. We're working on with the NFL community team. So throughout the week, we've been in different locations, working with different nonprofit organizations. And then lastly, definitely be on the lookout. The Buccaneers street team is all over the city. We are raising the flags everywhere we go. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we've got a ton going on this week. I love that. I love that. So tell me about the street team. What do they do? Yeah. So the street team, it's awesome. So there are our brand ambassadors, you know, they rep everything Bucks. And so they go out all around the city. We have our street team RVs, our trailers and our branded, you know, trucks and vehicles. And they basically go out everywhere that they can hand out promotional items, pump fans up and get them excited, you know, for the big game. So we've been going out any different neighborhoods that we can to kind of reach as many fans as we can and get them excited about the game. You know what I think we should do? And this is off the cuff here. I think <laughs> we should have our own like Yardy Gras where everybody decorates their house like the Buccaneers, you know? So we pirate it out, you know? <laughs> That's what I think we should do. But oh, I've seen a lot already. Oh. So I'm looking forward to seeing more as, the, as you know, as the week goes on. Oh yeah, I've already ordered all my gear and everything. So stoked. But like I said before, I'm so stoked about so many things. So today there's a lot of stuff going on that you just talked about. But it's also National Girls and Women in Sports Day. And it is. Yeah, and it, it promotes equality in the game. And particularly for you guys and football, not only do the Bucks, you know, talk the talk, you walk the walk. I mean, you briefly touched on the scholarship that you guys founded and you're leading in the space. And I want to talk a little bit about that in just a moment. But first of all, let's just start with the organization itself. You have women in leadership roles on the business and football side. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I work in the community impact department and gender equality is a main focus of ours. And that stems from our co-owner, like I mentioned, Darcy Glazer Kasowitz. You know, that is something so close to her heart. And it's really started from the top down and really stemmed throughout the whole organization. Our hiring practices, our camaraderie that we promote for our female fans, the special events we plan for them. And then, like you mentioned, our girls programming and our the football leagues that we put together to get more girls in the game. Like those are three huge developments for us over the past several years where we've really, really honed in on gender equality. And like I said, that's really throughout the organization. You mentioned the football side, like just as much as we promote gender equality on the business side and out in the community, they're representing that and walking that walk on the football side. We have our director of football research, Jacqueline Davidson, who started with us this year. She's incredible. And we have Stephanie Koloff O'Neill. She's our director of nutrition on the football side as well. Like we mentioned, Coach Low Locust, Coach Moral Javadafar, the first two female coaches in the NFL, two for, you know having two on one team, they're on our football side as well. Carly is one of our scouts on the football side who's a female. Like there are just tons and tons of women, you know, who deserve these opportunities. And in Tampa, we can say we're we're providing them. Oh, absolutely. In fact, you made history just a couple of weeks ago when we were excited just to be in the playoffs. Tell us about the the Washington game and why that was a historic moment. Yeah, so that was really cool. I mean, first of all, just thinking back now how much has happened <laughs> in the last weeks, it's like insane. Like the Washington game seems like forever ago, but it was really only a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, what was so cool about that is that was the first time that there has been female coaches on both sides of the field during the playoff game. So we had obviously our coaches again, Low Locust and Moral Javadafar. I say their names so many times <laughs> every week, but we had them on our side and Coach Jennifer King on the Washington side, which, you know, pretty cool again to kind of shout her out. She just received a promotion. She was a full year intern. And just last week, they announced that she's now a full-time assistant for the Washington football team. So 
pretty cool to have those three powerhouse women representing on the field during a playoff game. Absolutely. And this year at the Super Bowl, not only will you have female coaches, you've got female refs too. Yeah, which is pretty amazing. I mean, in the Super Bowl, Sarah Thomas is going to be the first female referee. That is just incredible. And she's the only female referee. So it's just amazing what she's been able to accomplish. Yeah, it's just a, you see everything building and growing. But it all starts with someone, you know, taking that first step you know, the, to be the first one to do it, you know, so to speak. And you guys uh, have been first in the space, as we talked about before, to offer football scholarships for girls. And you started yeah. this, what, last year? And you're mm-hmm. launching yet, you know, the, the new you know, scholarship opportunities today. But tell folks about the scholarship opportunity, how many recipients you have, and, and what the requirements are. Yeah, so we are launching our, like you mentioned, our second you know, round of the scholarship opportunity. It's called the Girls in Football Scholarship. It started with a $250,000 commitment from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Foundation. Um, and this was last year that we came up with this. We were the first NFL team to establish this type of academic scholarship. And the whole goal is to benefit female high school football players and one specifically that want to pursue a career in sports. And so that's what's really cool is we know how popular football is in Florida um, and really nationwide, obviously, but for girls in Florida, it's huge. How do we help connect, you know, them playing football to working in football or just working in sports? And we found that there wasn't a lot of opportunity for that. And we wanted to help bridge that gap. Right. So we didn't want a girl to be discouraged from playing football in high school because there wasn't a scholarship opportunity for her in college and then have her pick another sport. So we were like, wow, we don't see scholarships for for girls flag football players. Let's create them. And so last year we did that. We launched it on National Girls and Women in Sports Day last year. We're launching year two again today. So it's only right. And so we're really excited about that. So last year you had four recipients, four winners. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that they would like to invest the money in? What are they striving toward? What are their goals? Yeah. So last year we had our four recipients. You know, we went through a really like, awesome interview process with those four girls really got to know them. So they had to be a senior girl who was participating in football. They had to be planning to enroll in a full-time college or university. They had to have a 3.0 GPA. And then they also had to tell us how they to pursue a career in sports. So through that interview process, we really got to know them like, and each of them had such a unique and different path, but one that was really personal and important to them. So you know, one of our recipients, she wanted to work in nutrition, performance and nutrition. And, you know, her experience as an athlete, she wanted to help provide a great experience for other athletes in the future and make sure they were, you know, had the proper nutrition and training that they need to be successful. We had another recipient who wanted to study sports law um, and she wanted to represent athletes. We had another recipient who also kind of wanted to be in the law space, but her main goal was for equal pay. She wanted equal pay in sports for women and men, which is something, you know, that we see out in the media a lot these days of women fighting for that, you know, in our sporting league. So that was awesome. And it was just so cool to see each of them have a different, you know, goal and dream. Um, And what was even, I think probably the coolest for me is one of our recipients is local. Our past recipients, her name is Jade and she was a quarterback here at Alonzo high school. And they are a state champion team, really awesome program. She said she wanted to work for the Bucks Foundation. She wanted to come work with us. She wanted to do what we do. And she wanted to help keep moving. She wanted to keep moving the needle for girls and women in football. Um, So that was really cool to kind of learn all about those stories and those girls. 
that is just so inspirational and so exciting. And I know I keep using the word exciting over and over again, but, but that's how I feel right now. <laughs> right? Well, speaking of thrilling moments, I did check out these girls when they received their scholarships, when they were finding out for the first time. And you had some of your star football players actually, you know, present them to them. So I want to take a second and listen in to their reactions as they find out that they were recipients of the scholarship. I'm here because I want to congratulate you on being um, one of our first 2020 girls Bucks and football scholarship recipient award winner. No way. I just want to tell you now that you are one of the four recipients to win the uh, first year of the Tampa Bay Bucks football girls and scholarship. So congrats on that. I know they impressed with you because I know I'm impressed with you. Is that Jay? Yes, hello. Hey, how you doing, Jay? I'm Mike Evans. Hi, nice to meet you. I, I play for the Buccaneers. I know, I know. I heard you uh, applied for the Girls, girls in Football Scholarship. Yes. Well, I'm proud to tell you that you won it. You won the oh scholarship. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. Keep doing what you do. I just want to let you know that you have been chosen and you won the scholarship for Bucks girls in football so just want to congratulate you and uh <laughs> just want to let you know that you won it and uh congratulations thank you <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome Ho- hopefully hey, i hope you get that uh your goal uh, i see that you want uh, the ncaa uh to approve that flag football can be a, a, a sport for, for collegiate level that'll be dope yes that's what i want more than so much they deserve it we deserve it so much Definitely, I agree. I got two daughters. Hopefully, they can grow up and you know play. That'll be that'll be really fun. Okay, that was so much fun. Just so much fun. I love how Mike <laughs> Evans just totally was just like, I am so impressed with you, girl. <laughs> so, yeah, um, OJ, Shaq, Mike, Levante. It was super cool to talk to those guys and have them kind of spend the time you know, to get on and surprise these girls. They thought they were coming in for another interview and we had already kind of interviewed them. So I know they were like, oh my gosh, so nervous for another interview. And we surprised them with the player on the screen. So that was awesome. Well, I could tell that at first they're like, uh, <laughs> like what is going on? Yeah, yeah. Like, wait a minute. Am I on the right Zoom? <laughs> yeah, but uh, What was really cool is like Mike Evans' interaction. I mean, he was actually the one who surprised Jade that we were just talking about. Like, he said to her, like, this is super cool because I want my daughters to have this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, I want my daughters to grow up where they can do whatever they want, you know, and where they have the confidence and the opportunities that they want to have. So that was really cool to, to hear that connection. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, there's just so much fun and passion that you can see in their eyes. And, of course, they're all driven and so intellectual. Yeah. I mean, uh, just really inspirational young women. And speaking of inspirational young women. You are just helping to grow these all over the state of Florida with your flag football program. And it looks yeah. like it's so much fun that I want to make one for us older people <laughs> to play. <laughs> so so can you tell me about the, the girls flag football program? Sure. So we have quite a few things. I think our, our core programs, you know, we have a flag football girls preseason classic every year. So we're gearing up for that. We're not able to host it at the facility this year where we normally have the girls come out on our practice fields over at Advent Health. 
but we are setting that up for February of this year and it'll be safe. There'll be social distancing as best we can. Like we'll make it the best experience possible because we didn't want the girls to miss out on that this coming year. So we'll have that preseason classic again. And that's the largest tournament in the country for girls high school flag football. Just amazing. Um, so, oh, excuse me. So we're excited to do that again. We have our citywide all girls flag league in Tampa. That's a partnership with the city. That's at 24 rec centers. We cover all the equipment and fees for those girls. And then also we have our junior bucks flag football program. Uh, and that's in all of our middle schools. And that supports over 35,000 female students every year at 90 schools. So, you know, we do the best we can to get as many different programs out there that might cater to different girls, different needs, different interests that they have, but all with the goal of getting them in the game. So that's really exciting for us. And those are three programs we're really proud of. I absolutely love it. And as you said before, it really speaks to the goals of your foundation like what you want right. to promote, what you want to support, what you want to see develop in the community. So when we come back, I want to talk to you about one of your programs you have for those of us still not in high school <laughs> called oh, your no. Women in Red program. So stay There's with something us. for everybody, Carrie. That's There's something right. for everybody. That's right. Stay <laughs> with us. We'll be right back. Okay, Sarah, now let's talk about Women in Red. I mean, February, you hear a lot about Women in Red for various reasons. Uh, this year for yeah. us, Super Bowl. But, but so what is the Women in Red program and what kinds of things do you do? So Women in Red is our female fan club. Uh, the whole purpose of it is we saw that we had a huge fan base of women for the Buccaneers and we wanted them to feel welcome. We wanted to promote camaraderie within that group. We wanted them to feel like football was for them. So the whole purpose of that fan club, we create special events and experiences for that group that, you know, play into what their interests are and what they're passionate about. So, you know, we host the largest training camp event for women every season. In the past, that's looked a lot like, you know, 1,500 women coming to Advent Health Training Center. We throw a big party for them out on the patio and they get to watch a practice where it's just women of red um, and they get to watch a training camp practice. And then afterwards, they've gotten autographs and photos from players, giveaways, raffle items, food, drinks, all kinds of stuff, whatever we can do to make it a fun party um, and to get them more connected to the team that they love. That's really our goal with Women of Red. I love it. And you've got a ton of really fun looking events throughout the years because I get the emails that you send out and I'm like, oh, this looks like so much fun. And oh, this looks interesting. I love how you make football for those who don't know a lot about it, not so intimidating and welcoming. And for those who do know a lot about football, it gives them an outlet, you know, with women to get together and, and really share their love of the game. Yeah. And we are always looking for more women to join the club. Like we have monthly newsletters with unique content. Like you mentioned, we have events that we host throughout the year. We have a, a woman of red tailgate that we host at one of the games throughout the season. So if you're interested in more info, I mean, you want to sign up for Women of Red, make, make sure you get those notifications. You can go to buccaneers.com slash fans slash Women of Red. Um, and all the information is there for you on how to join. Oh, yeah. I love it. Absolutely love it. Speaking of, you've got so many things that I'm sure are going to be of interest to a lot of people out there listening. So if they are interested in finding out more about the scholarship or about your flag football program, what should they do? Where should they go to get more information? Yeah. So again, our website is a really awesome resource. Our team has done an 
awesome job really building that out. And so on buccaneers.com slash community, that's our community tab where we have everything about our social justice initiative, about our educational programs, about gender equality, our news, about the Glazer Vision Foundation. We've got everything up on there. So you can go to buccaneers.com slash community, click on the gender equality tab, and you're going to see all that information for the scholarship that came out this morning. Um, there's a nice little article up there, an announcement, some cool videos to check out, and of course, the link on how to apply. And so we're excited. That's all up and running. And like I said, there's tons of other information about some of the other awesome programming we have as well. Well, I have to say, I know we're talking about the the ladies today and about the Super Bowl today, <laughs> but when you talk about gender equality, um, last year, I think it was my daughter went and spent some time with your cheerleading uh, team, and they were just fantastic, wonderful people yeah. through and through. But she was surprised there was a guy cheerleader and he was working it just as well as the girls. And he was so much fun. And I love seeing that across the board. It's like you're you're breaking down all kinds of barriers and stereotypes and just making it equal out there for everyone. So congrats to you guys for winning on the field, on the side of the field, in the office. And <laughs> out lines, in the community, community That's everywhere. Right. That's right. <laughs> you know, winning <laughs> kind of thing. And so I'm so excited about your initiatives, about your community impact and how you are using your platform to empower others. So congrats to all of the Buccaneers out there and to all you fans. So excited. Go Bucks this uh, this weekend. Be sure to tune into the Super Bowl. And for more information, you can always go to their website, which is it's just Buccaneers.com, isn't it? Yep, Buccaneers.com. Okay. I thought for a second it had me. It's so simple. I thought, wait a minute, am I thinking right? (laughs) Thank you so much, Sarah, and for all that you guys are doing. Best of luck. We can't wait to see this historic moment on Sunday and continue to see all the the history-making events that you're creating throughout the year for everyone involved. I appreciate having you. Thank you so much, Terry. Yeah, it's, it's nice to celebrate a happy National Girls and Women in Sports Day to everybody out there listening. And definitely tune into the game on Sunday, 6.30 p.m. when we take on the Chiefs. All right. Well, thanks for making dreams available for everyone. Stay with us. We'll be back with your moment of light after this. moment of light, another amazing moment on the football field. This one in Texas. In case you missed it, the Texas School for the Deaf football team made history by winning the school's first state championship. The coach told NBC's Today Show that the players use a drum to tap out the cadence for snapping the ball, feeling the vibrations since they can't hear the verbal cues. Their determination, creativity, and incredible play led them to beat their crosstown rivals in the title game with a score of 63-32. The school superintendent, Claire Buggin, told the TV station that the drum has become a legend at the school. It's a beautiful way to feel the vibrations. A lot of people can all feel the vibes from the drum. It's a unique, unique way for the team and the crowd to connect. It's their signature move and the sound of a win for the team, the players, and any kid uniquely able hoping to play the game. Congratulations, TSD. Have a great week. Go Bucks, and remember to carry the light.
For more information on how you can carry the light, follow us on Instagram at carrythelight underscore now or check out our website, carrythelight.com. I'd love to hear from you.